Hello, and welcome to Sideways. This week, we're talking about the role genetics play in addiction. We'll find out what Martin has in common with the royal family, and why he had a habit, like someone else in his family, of running away. It's episode 15, Uncle Jeff. <coughs> I forgot to offer you a flapjack. Did you? Yeah, well, you can offer me one at, um, at the end, if you like. How about now? Oh, you right. try and speak with crumbs in your mouth. Not really, no. It wouldn't be totally conducive. <laughs> you you spit them over the I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it at the end, if that's... If that's uh, mm. if, it's, if they're good, any good, that is. Mm. Well, so... Anyway, go on. Where are we? What are we talking about? I wanted to talk to you really about um, about about the role of genetics... The role of genetics in, in addiction. Oh, I know. It sounds okay, like, that sounds quite high. Brown. I know it is. It sounds way too. Have you actually got anything to say on that? Not, re- not really. <laughs> I'm working around it. I'm okay. using a, a much uh, lower. I've set the bar really low on this one. Okay. And, and, All right. Okay. Good. Um, so yeah, it is the role of genetics, but it, it's that sounds way more highbrow than what I actually what I'm actually going to talk about. But um, stop tapping. I particularly I like tapping. <laughs> in fact, if I didn't have a pen. Well, if I forgot to bring my pen, I had to ask for one, so I could tap it when I'm really? doing this. That sounds like uh, an OCD. Oh, behavior. very much so. Very much so. Anyway, I wanted to talk about because um, it comes up a lot in groups, and it, it um, I know personally out of uh, within my family um having an alcoholic uncle mm. um which has i don't know we're, we're, I'll, I'll go on at the end of this or towards the end of this episode i'll just talk about the actual figures but it does it increases the chances of, of, of becoming a uh, an addict if you've got one in the family right. and we know that that's that's, that's very basic I'll, yeah. I'll go on to the actual figures later on but, but can, can that can that be uh, for reasons other than genetics. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's learned behaviour as well. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. There's loads of things that make up a, an addict, and I don't want to to sort of uh, skip through to the end of my end of my notes. Yeah, here, I'm trying I, to. Sort of, I know you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to throw you off. Oh, I can see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend a lot of time around someone who is an alcoholic, yeah. That is, obviously going to have some sort of impact it's on going you. To, isn't it? yeah. I mean, you had a big impact on me. I blame you for a lot of the difficulties <laughs> I've had in my life. <laughs> that visit to Reading in 1982. In 82? Well, yeah, yeah. You've, you've just... I didn't really drink before no. that. No, I know. And I, no, I've not taken any responsibility for that because uh, you've not drifted into addiction, have you, since? You've, you've, yeah, no, I've had retained. difficulties in other areas of my life, which but, I hold you responsible for. But do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could actually um, uh, allocate those to me, but you know, I'm, I'm happy if it, if it releases your burden. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back Any, on track. Yes, okay. You yes. seem to have gone off the topic a little bit. Well, yeah, so you do that to me all the time. But mm. I want to talk about particularly my uncle, my uncle Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think you ever met my uncle. If you might have met him at my, my wedding. Yeah, I wouldn't remember. But was... no... He, drunk. Yes, he, he was. He was my mum's brother, and he was. He was considered a wrong one in his day. I mean, he was. He, he he behaved badly, but I, I now sort of understand in retrospect what he was going through and why he acted so badly. Mm. I mean, I, I don't condone what he did. What sort of thing did he do? Then? Well, I certainly have empathy with with some of his actions. What he, well, he he got up to all sorts. And I think going back, you know, I, I heard, looked at it later on, and I know that uh, my mum always said that that uh, their father dying when my uncle Jeff was only eight mm. um, he always had trouble with that right well, as, as you would yeah you? absolutely and yeah. it had a massive impact yeah. upon him but he did he put my uh, he put my grandma my gangan as you know you remember my grandma I do gangan. remember gangan very much yeah which is um, <laughs> she used to call me slipper did she <laughs> <laughs> I liked her style, but Gangan. Yeah. In fact, I, I noticed on the—I uh, think it was on the on the news the other day—that 
the royal family, some of the grandchildren of the Queen called her Gengen. Really? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so I think I must have royal blood in me. Anyway, anyway, he, he put he put uh, he put my grand my grandma through an awful lot during his life. Um, he went. I mean, he was he was an intelligent guy. That's the thing as well. I mean, he, he ended up at the boys' tech, which which I also did as as, as well. At least say so. I've got a lot in common with the guy. Um, I've just gone to the same school. Went to the same school and <laughs> ended up an alcoholic. <laughs> just, yeah, your paths were inextricably linked. Well, I think they? anyone listening to this that also went to the boys' tech. Well, boys' tech would also they probably had trouble in their lives. You think so? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's, I think the early, some of the early stories I remember my dad telling me and uh, my mum telling me he went, my uncle Jeff he went a while from the army. Right. Um, he was conscripted in, and and he he just went absent, and it turned out he just went on the piss for a few days. Right. Um, he was he was subsequently subsequently caught and put into put into a military jail. But looking back on it, he was he was running away from his problems. Mm. Um, you know, I think. Now I think perhaps had a little bit more sympathy with him because of his. He obviously he was having some sort of mental breakdown at that point, which which is exactly what happened to me. You know, as as you probably recall, that I you know I twice uh, just absconded, just up and, and went and went missing for days. Yeah. Um, and so I know what what it feels like to get to that point where you you really can't cope. What was so. You remember those times when you did that? Yeah. What was? Do you remember what was going through your head in those <clears throat> moments? Um, yeah, I do. I remember thinking, I just need to escape. It was one of those the time that you went to Whitstable? I went to Whitstable on one occasion. Uh, I went to Wiltshire on another one. Did you, did yeah. you only go to places beginning with W? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, look out West Wickham. I'm on my way. <laughs> if I ever lapse again. Yeah. <laughs> Where does that sound again? Yeah, what's that? that I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You made me self-conscious. Uh, yeah, so I've got to get back on track again now. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, I did run away, and, and and looking back, I can see why my uncle Jeff did it, and he was he was castigated at the time, obviously. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like I haven't really got to the bottom of that. Oh, okay, I feel like I need to. Yeah. What was going? What were you trying to get away from? Um, I was trying to get away from the the, the the constant stress that was in my life at the time. Right. I was having great trouble running my business yeah i was having great trouble in my relationship yeah um everything was 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 compounding at that time it's all coming in on top of me yes um and my as, as as an alcoholic my my coping mechanism was to drink more yeah which is quite tricky when i was drinking as much as i would but the only way i could drink more would be to remove myself from society for a while and just 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 could go on it 24 7 effectively yeah so you had released yourself from all other expectation and demand yes so you could really concentrate on escaping yeah. through drink yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll touch on it later on in another episode of actually I've already prepared oh uh, yeah I have it's called oh. nostalgia and it, it it does go into this a bit more so I'd, yeah. I'll leave some we of don't those. want to talk about nostalgia now do we no we don't that, that wouldn't work would it, it wouldn't you work to talk about Nostalgia in, in the in past. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's all sorts of yeah. There's be a weird dynamic going on there, yeah. but yeah. So I will come back to that at another stage if you don't mind. Uh, that, fine, absolutely. But um, yeah, so I do. I understand that that mm. aspect of what he went through. And his, he ended up with his his first marriage failing, mm-hmm. um, and that was really down to his drinking and his and his related behaviour. He had a lovely wife, and he. You know, the living with an addict, as you know, is just awful. Yes. Um, well, I say as you know, but I know we talked about it in the past. Well, I've, I've spent enough time with people who have either been addicts yeah, or yeah. have lived with addicts. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yes, it's just, I can. It's a big impact. See the peril that it creates. Okay, so it is. I mean, at that point, his drinking was probably much pretty getting into full swing. Um, and in fact, he, he, um, 
after his first marriage failed, he, he met another lady and he didn't actually turn up for his second wedding. Oh, no, I know. He's um, crikey, yeah, no, he jilted her at the altar. Um, oh, they did, that's, they, that's bad. Cool, I know, but again, I can probably understand that his coping mechanisms were still were still very much uh, to the fore. So anything that came along a little bit stressy, he'd escape into the into the non-reality of drink. Yeah, and it, it makes you wonder, though, what what led him to the point where he decided it would be a good idea to get married. Again. I don't know. I don't know. And in, you know, bless his heart, he died um, at the age of he was he was, he was just he was just about sixty two when he died, yeah. and that was a number of years ago. So I didn't get a chance. You know, it'd be nice to speak to him now in retrospect to yeah. to see exactly what what he was going through because I'm sure. I would understand, yeah. um, but he didn't turn up for his second his second wedding. Uh, he did get, eventually get married to to the girl, um, but um, well, she I, gave him another chance. She after gave being him, stood yeah, up at the I know. Altar. I know. It's, I mean, it's, wow. it's, it's, I remember on the day, right, day of the wedding. Were you there? Yeah, I mean, I, this is a bit off topic, but I was—I I wasn't actually at the, at the church, no, um, because none of us were really invited. I think you know, it was at the registry office. I remember rightly, so we weren't really invited at that point. Um, I suspect he didn't really want to go through it, but he but he did, and um, he, he, went, he, he went through it for uh, when she eventually when they eventually got together when, when she let him let him off as it were. Mm-hmm. But I remember on the day of the first wedding, <coughs> the first time I mean, he uh, her parents turned up at our house looking for him because really? yeah they thought was, he was hiding. He, or yeah, I mean she clearly didn't understand the relationship between my mother and him. It was so fraught, and she the last thing that my mum would have done would, would be to hide her brother up like that because they really didn't get on. Right. Um, but it was, and again, this is the chaos. This is the chaos that, that is caused by um, by addicts and the, the ripple effect as yeah, well. It is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there is. Remind me to tell you another story. I don't know if we will get time on this, on this episode. But I've got to tell you about another wedding-related story that cropped up in group at some point. Mm. It's uh, anyway. I'll get back to that. But yeah, my, my poor uncle Jeff. I remember he had a he had a gambling problem as well. So just to add to yeah, as if he didn't have enough going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I remember. Um, do you, you probably remember my my dad and my next door neighbour built an extension on the backs of our houses? I certainly do remember that. You know, it went on for a number of years, really. Yeah. When you're doing it after work and mm-hmm. at weekends and things. And uh, my uncle Jeff was a plasterer by trade. <clears throat> I remember him coming round, and he didn't get plastered on this occasion. But he was <laughs> he was doing some plastering, and then suddenly it all went quiet. And my dad went to find him to see what was going on. And he turned the telly on, and he was watching the dogs on the on the telly. <laughs> 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 He'd had a few quid on one of the greyhounds, and he was watching it coming in. <laughs> Which my dad, who had, who had no time for anyone with any sort of addiction problems, he, he found that quite disturbing. But yeah, uh, what did he do? He managed to get him away from the TV and uh, and, and finish the plastering job, but didn't invite him back to continue no. doing plastering the rest of the house. <laughs> but yeah, so, so my uncle Jeff was probably just functioning at that time, just getting by. But he he did go to AA. He did go to AA, and he appeared as sobriety, but he, he kept relapsing. Did he go to AA? Because uh, obviously this is something we've <clears> spoken <throat> about a lot. Yeah. Did he go to AA? Uh, of his own volition, or I'd, was he kind of pressed? I think to go? I think there was a, a bit of pressure from, yeah. from 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 his peers, which might be one of the reasons why he didn't last. <laughs> no, it didn't. He kept relapsing. He caught up with him in the end, as I say, and it, it killed him. Um, but I remember bumping to bumping into him in the pubs in town. Mm. Um, you know, I thought I'd had an affinity with the guy even then, so I'd have only been sort of eighteen, I nineteen. Remember you saying that? that yeah. they, there's something. You, there was a, a sort of 
uh, a fondness you there had was. for him, wasn't there? There was. I mean, it, but everyone else had a spirit. And we, we, <laughs> as it turned out, I didn't know that was going to be the case. Yeah. But, but maybe unconsciously, you yeah, did. we did. No, we we saw eye to eye, and I. He was a real underdog. He yeah. was the black sheep of the family, and I think I sort of took that mantle on later on down the line. And so he was, we were probably going through the process of passing on the baton at that time. Yeah, that's what was happening, <laughs> He probably yeah. was. Um, he saw you as his heir apparent, to go back to use the, <laughs> the royal analogy. <laughs> he did, but he, he, he liked the fact that um, I sat and had a drink with him yeah. and, and probably drank too much even then. I remember him encouraging me, and he was drinking very quickly. Um, which you know, I took I took that up uh, later on. But he was he drinking very quickly, and he was constantly putting another beer on the table. A because he quite liked to, to sit and have company with me. And then we talked about it in the past with drinkers like other drinkers around them. And so even though I was a pretty tender age, he was he could he probably saw it in me. Yeah. Um, but uh, but this this fractious relationship he had with with my mum. I mean, he, she didn't want him to come to my wedding. Um, but I invited him along again, which was. Did that cause a bit of Yeah, it did a little conflict. bit. Yeah, it did. It did. But I liked him and I thought I, w- I really wanted him there. And he didn't cause any issues. I mean, you'd remembered you was a, you know, you were the best man at my wedding. You'd have remembered him if he'd caused any issues, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't remember any No, issues, he wasn't. No. He was as good as gold. He sat in the corner and uh, and he was drank. just... He just, he just drank. <laughs> he was never an aggressive drunk. He just went into himself. I mean, he's, as you know, um, he... He died in a pub. Yeah, um, which is fitting. Which is very fitting. fitting. Yeah, he died in what is uh, now the Market House in 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 what was called the Market House then in, in 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 Maidstone there. And I always remember at the uh, at his funeral, the vicar said that um, that he died in surroundings in which he was comfortable. Which <laughs> <laughs> and also he said, and he was a great lover of animals, which is he just liked the greyhounds, you know. <laughs> But you know, Vickers, they can Did put he like horses. He as well? can, he, oh, yeah, he loved those, yeah. <laughs> Vickers could put a real spin on this sort of thing, didn't he? That, that wasn't in my notes, I just remembered that. But, but I he, it was quite he, loved, he loved um, animals, <laughs> he loved the horses as long as they ran fast, <laughs> yes, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah, not, if, he, if he earned a little bit of money on them, they, yeah, they, were, they were his favourites. <laughs> um, that is great. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's an aside, Reed. I'd forgotten about that. It just suddenly came to me as we were talking about my Uncle Jeff, which is quite a, quite a good little anecdote, really. <laughs> but um, going back to that point you made right at the start of that about the making up of an addict. Yeah. You know, we were saying about genetics and saying about lots of different things. The way it was explained to me, and when you when you look at it, when you research this, it, it, it stands up across um, you know, lots of different uh, papers that have been written on this and the research. And, and they explained by, well, some of the pie charts I've seen. So if you can imagine a pie chart with a number of sections in it and each one of those sections is, is, is one of the facets that make up a, yeah. uh, an addict yeah. um, and those those sectors those different sections they cover like social factors environmental factors peer groups normalisation of use around us stress mental health issues mm-hmm. um, there's a big section in there for trauma uh, physical and sexual abuse witnessing or experience violence they all, they all make up uh, part of this part of this pie so each of them take up a section of this pie but the biggest section by far and which is it takes up a half of that pie is um is, is covered by genetics wow i know and i and, and i thought so well, what you see is in in the home or, or the experience with your relatives yeah yeah yes but the genetic part of it makes up an awful lot 
of the, the making up of an addict, it's it's a it's a, bit, it's a major major factor. Mm. Doesn't mean you've got you. It's it's a, it's it's a predisposition. Uh, it is rather than a predetermination. Yeah. Um, so, but um, it, it, it's it is borne out the amount of people I see that come into groups that have addicts in the family. In fact, um, you know, there's a chap that's, that's only recently come in. He's only twenty five. Um, which you know, I've, I've got to take my hat off to him to to, to recognise he's got a problem at such a, a tender age, really. Mm. And he he was he was talking about it, and, I'm, and I posed the question to him and said, you know, have you got addicts in the family? He said, oh yeah, yeah. He said both my parents were are alcoholics. Yeah. Um, and he said all of his his all the, his peer group, his brothers and sisters, his relatives, his friends, they all they all abused they all abused alcohol and drugs. Mm. Uh, and he he recognised quite early on that he had this problem, and um, I really respect him. Well, it I really the, respect him. It must become the kind of accepted uh, coping strategy. You know, what do we yeah. do? What do we do when we're under stress? What do we do in this yeah. situation? What do we do in this situation? Oh, we have a drink. We do, and I think it is. But it was very much one of those sectors we were talking about earlier on about the normalisation of use yeah. and abuse. Um, that sector we were talking about earlier on about um, about the normalisation of, of, of abuse yeah. around us that um, with him you know it's massive mm. it was it was there and it's around him all the time and, it, and it's it seems to be uh, a, a common factor mm. in people that are coming into groups um, but another another big factor is the sort of mental health issues that that um, which again research shows that they can be inherited um, and we know that. Um, you know, mental health issues can can in turn uh, can increase the risk of, of abusing drugs and alcohol. Mm. And then to cope with these mental health issues, um, you take more drugs and alcohol, yeah. <laughs> so you get this this awful spiral. Um, and and I know that um, you know the, the problems that that, that that crop up in, in this in this basis. If if you have a mental health issue that's been that's been handed down to you, as it were, the chances of of you having an addiction problems increases by up to 20 or between 20 and 50 percent mm. so again it's a, it's, a, it's a massive issue so again coming back to the you know to the to the topic of the, at the top of the top of the episode there about uh, about the role that genetics play in addiction it's massive yeah does that make sense it makes absolute sense. no you're looking at me all sort of quizzically no i'm just <laughs> i'm taking it all in i'm listening to what you're saying well tell me if, if you think if there's anything i'm saying which you want to take issue with because because there are a lot of people out there do take issue with it. There's nothing I want to take issue with. I, I think the only thing that I think we have to be a little bit careful of is, you know, if you talk to someone who is having mental health issues too much about the genetic uh, component, there is a danger that sometimes people can almost use it as an excuse. I agree. I do agree. You know, like the number of people that I've had come and see me, and they and they'll say things like, um, "You know, I'm depressed. I know I'm going to have to live with depression because my mother was a depressive." And I always think to myself, "Yeah, that's not helping you that thinking." No. You know, no. once you tell yourself you have you're bound to be depressed because your mother was depressed, it's like, well, that's it. You've decided, and and there's a uh, you know that has a massive influence on on the way we feel about ourselves once we've. You know, humans don't. We don't want to be wrong. So once we have a belief about ourselves or a belief about the world, we want to. We'll do everything that we can to try and prove that we're right. So yeah. if we feel yeah. that we're depressed or we're we're a depressive, we'll be very good at identifying all of the evidence that proves it, and we yeah. won't be quite so good at 
identifying the things that perhaps suggest that it isn't true. So I think you know you have to be careful with people when when you're talking about the genetics. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, it's it's as, as we said, it's a um, it's not something which means you're definitely going to become an alcoholic. No, because you know other people in my family who down the down the male line, my uncle Jeff haven't become alcoholics but you but in, in with with alcoholism with addiction when you're in recovery being able to kind of think about and explore the uh potentially the, the potential genetic component of that is probably giving strength to your recovery right yes whereas before you're in recovery exploring the genetic part of it is probably something that is more likely to keep you in addiction because I, you're saying, well, oh, I'm not sure I can break free of this. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I've only looked at this in retrospect. Exactly. But, but I think I would have used it, definitely, I'd have used that as a as a, as, as a reason to carry on the way I, that, that I was behaving. Yeah, I can imagine you saying, well, you know, my Uncle Jeff, he was an alcoholic. There's a big genetic component yeah. of alcoholism. I'm yeah. bound to be an alcoholic. Who's getting the drinks in? Yeah, quite. I mean, it's... it's um, it's strange. Do you remember? Um, I remember on on EastEnders when when the, the, the Phil Mitchell storyline was going around about, about him being an alcoholic and then going to recovery, etc. Yeah. And I remember him getting caught with a bottle in his hand at one stage, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm an alcoholic. This is what I do best." Yeah. And, you know, and he, he, was, he was leaning on the fact that he had this condition, and therefore that's the way that that was why his behaviour was as it was. Yeah, it reminds me of something that I read somewhere. I can't remember where I read it, but um, there was a someone was doing some research into uh, the impact of um, alcoholism in parents on children. And there was this particular family and one of the, there were two sons and one of the sons had made a very good life for himself. He'd been very successful. He'd got a you know, stable family life and so on. And the other one had fallen into addiction and become a drug addict and mm. an alcoholic and one of the questions they asked both of them was, um, considering the the fact that your parents were alcoholics, uh, you know, what do you think? What do you think it is that has led you down this path? So asking that to the guy who made a good life for himself, he said, "Well, my parents were alcoholics. What do you expect?" You know, as if to say, "Well, I was bound to do something different because I could see how destructive that was." Yeah. And when they asked his brother, the one that had fallen into addiction, his answer was, "Well, look at my parents. What do you expect?" So yeah, his, his rationale was, well, I had no chance, did I? Look, my parents were alcoholics. I was bound to be an alcoholic. So there's something so interesting there about the way that you view your upbringing and what it then determines about your own path. You know, does it mean that you're going to have to follow the same path or does it mean that inevitably you're going to follow a different path because you can see how destructive it was? I, from my point, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it does depend how you how you view how you view things. But certainly, when I saw my uncle dying prematurely through alcohol abuse, it had no impact upon me. Yeah, precisely. It's like you know, when I've asked people in the past, to, you know, who want to give up smoking, you know, I'll ask them, "Have you ever seen anyone? Has anyone ever uh, died from a smoking-related disease that's close to you?" And you know, people say yes. And if I say to them, did that have any impact on you? They'll say, no, I don't think it does. I don't no. think, I don't think, we don't even think about our own mortality. No, we Let don't. alone be affected by someone no. else's. No, and I think um, certainly I, I always felt, you know, Uncle Jeff dying, I never thought that my alcohol 
abuse was going to get to that point. Why though? Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought I was indestructible at that point, and yeah. I could probably th- I probably thought at the time, yeah, I could probably drink as much as him and and still be all right. Yeah, I, ne- I never th- I never thought he was going to catch up with me. But I think another interesting you think that's typical of alcoholics, though. Yeah, 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 I do. Because yeah. if you thought it was going to catch up with you, do you think it would stop people? Um, I, if if there was strong evidence that it that it would. See, I think I don't know. I, I don't think know. some people probably wouldn't be stopped by it if they were feeling as if they weren't worthy of getting better anyway. Yeah, 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 there's that. But for other people, I think you're right, that they have a, kind of almost a sense of immortality. Yeah, I know that happens, but it won't happen to me. I mean, it's certainly the way that some people feel about their drug use or their their drinking, you know, that, oh, I've got this under control. I mean, you hear that yeah, all yeah. the time, yeah, don't you? Do. you? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. I'll drink every day, but, you know, I could stop if I wanted to. I mean, it's just... You know, it's you. You're kind of in denial, aren't you? Already, it's totally. Yeah. There's there's another thing that it's not in my notes, but it's just something I remember. Oh, are you sure you I, want to I say know. it? Then it's not in your notes. I know. You're okay going off. Oh, sort beast. of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to give me a little. Do you bit want of, another cup of tea? I think I'll write a little bit of therapeutic <laughs> help after this, or psychotherapeutic help to get me through it. But no, I remember that. I remember reading a, a paper about again about genetics. Um, where they did a study where they took. Um, they took some children. They, they, they took, uh, uh, did a survey on the children that had been uh, fostered out and adopted. Now, a lot yeah. of these children had come from alcoholic and, and drug drug addict backgrounds. So the parents were were addicts. They had the children taken away, which again I see all the time in groups, and then they've ended up being adopted by other parents. Now, those those children that were that were taken away from um, from alcoholic parents had a bigger chance of developing alcoholism even though they were put with with a, a new set of parents that had no addictive problems or no yeah. addiction problems and and, and and probably wouldn't have had any drink or drugs in the house at all yeah so it sort of proves that there is a genetic link even though they had other factors around them that were potentially going to stop them there was still that potential this is the whole uh, nature and nurture yeah it is isn't it? it's it a is. very good book i'm looking at my bookshelves and trying to remember who it's by i think it's called nature via nurture or something similar but it's it's very good, and it argues that actually it's both. I, I would say it's both. Mm. I, would, I would say it's both. You didn't um, write the book, did you? I didn't write the book, <laughs> but I, I I concur with what it's what it's saying totally. Nature but, by nurture, I think it's called that. I'll have a read. I'll have a read at that uh, at that some point. But I think um, should we sort of raise our, our, um, our teacups to to yeah, my we can. To I haven't got any left to my uncle Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I haven't got it. Well, I've got a little dreg there, which I suppose Uncle Jeff would probably be quite appreciative of, wouldn't he? He'd be pleased if this was a beer that I didn't have any left. He'd have swooped on that, mate. He'd have done some swooping. Yeah. Well, also um, we'll drink to Uncle Jeff. We won't say cheers because that's, that's sort of um, associated with alcohol. But we'll say. What should we so, say? Isn't that no, the same thing? No. no. <laughs> we'll just say, oh, I'll get some flapjacks. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Cheers. Hot it, cheers. <laughs> I couldn't help it. See you next week. See you. Bye. Sideways was created by Graham Landy and Martin Pankhurst. If you want to read more about our work, visit grahamlandywellbeing.co.uk forward slash sideways dash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter And you can email us to let us know what you think of the show and with any questions that you may have. Finally, we want to thank you for listening and ask that if you've enjoyed what you've heard, you spread the word. And we'll see you next week. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. We 
our family Get up everybody sing 